How you doing? This is Tyron Woodley, UFC welterweight. Make sure you go and follow my homie Keon Camaro for the best MMA videos around, best ones on the block. Tyron Woodley will go down as one of the best to ever do it at welterweight. A two-time All-American in wrestling entered the sport of MMA and quickly built a name for himself in Strike Force. Then once he entered the UFC, he continued to display his skills, which ultimately led to the championship. And his run as champion was polarizing as people either loved him or hated him. Regardless, his dominance was undeniable and many believed that he was on the path to be the greatest ever at 170. But once he lost his championship, he continued to rack up defeats. And because of it, many have forgotten about his previous accomplishments. So how good was Tyron Woodley actually? Hey guys, it's Keon, and today we're going to be talking about Tyron, the chosen one, Woodley. This video comes after his most recent fight at UFC 260. And after losing that bout, it became four defeats in a row for Tyron. Which is crazy to believe because in 2018, he was the UFC welterweight champion. And at one point, there were discussions about him possibly becoming the best 170 pounder in MMA. But now we're talking about his decline and possible release from the UFC. Which is heartbreaking for me because I'm a fan of his. And despite his downfall, his run at the top shouldn't be forgotten. So in this video, we will take a look at his MMA career to really understand how good he was. But first, shout out to the undisputed members of my Patreon. They get the extra perk of a shout out before each video. But even the intro members get early access and video to the Keon Kamara podcast. And as always, the money goes to charity. And once again, it went to the Ronald McDonald House charity in Toronto, which provides a home for seriously ill children and their families. So thank you to the undisputed and intro members for all your support. And if you want to donate, all the info will be down below. Now let's get to it. Tyron began his MMA career on February 7th, 2009 at the age of 26. Prior to his debut, he was an NCAA Division 1 wrestler. After finishing his first four opponents, he fought Rudy Bears. The two opened up the fight by feeling each other out on the feet. Then Tyron secured a takedown. But after some time on the bottom, Rudy got back up. Then Tyron took him down again and this time, he finished him with an arm triangle choke. After defeating Nathan Coy by split decision, Tyron fought Andre Galvao. Andre opened up the fight with a nice jab, but shortly after, Tyron connected with a 1-2 combo that rocked him. Andre shot for a takedown, but it got denied. This led to Tyron throwing some big punches. And once the two got back up, Andre ate another 1-2 and this time, he went down. Tyron let him back up and denied his takedown, which led to more punches. This happened a few more times before the final denial led to punches that finished the fight. Tyron picked up 3 more wins before receiving a shot at the vacant Strikeforce Welterweight Championship. His opponent was former Pancrase Middleweight Champion, Nate Marquardt. Although Tyron started off strong by connecting with a big right hand and securing a takedown, Nate retaliated with a right hand of his own and was also close to locking in a guillotine. The rest of the fight was very competitive as both men continued to tag each other on the feet. Early in the third, Tyron dropped Nate with a right hand and looked moments away from finishing him, but Nate survived and in the fourth, he was the fresher fighter. This led to him picking Tyron apart on the feet, and ultimately, Nate finished him with brutal elbows and punches, handing Tyron his first pro loss. Following this defeat, he went to the UFC after the promotion bought out Strike Force. So he made his debut at UFC 150 against Jay Heron, and Tyron made a statement by dropping Jay with a right hand before finishing him with ground and pound. The fight lasted 36 seconds. Four months later, he fought former Strikeforce middleweight champion, Jake Shields. The two opted to keep the action on the feed as they were both highly skilled on the ground, and it wasn't the most eventful affair as they traded shots toe-to-toe -to -toe and in the clinch. It was a close fight, but in the end, Jake won by split decision. At UFC 167, Tyron fought Josh Koscheck, and right away, Josh got dropped by a right hand. This gave Tyron the opportunity to try to lock in a guillotine and although Josh survived, he continued to eat shots. This led to another right hand from Tyron. Josh went down and the fight looked moments away from ending, but he survived and Herb Dean eventually stood the two back up. And as he rushed into attack, Tyron landed another right hand and with a couple more punches, Josh was done. Five months later, Tyron fought former UFC interim welterweight champion, Carlos Condit. Both men found success early on the feet, but it was Tyron who was winning due to his takedowns. And after he secured another takedown in round two, Carlos began wincing in pain. And once the action got back up, Tyron connected with a leg kick 
that sent Carlos down, forcing the ref to stop the fight. Although it was a big win for Tyron, he received a lot of backlash for the way he won. But honestly, I think it was a bigger deal than it should have been because Carlos was a huge fan favorite at the time. Regardless, at UFC 174, Tyron fought Rory McDonald. For three rounds, Rory dominated by connecting with many shots. He even took Tyron down before the end of the fight. By the end, Rory won by unanimous decision. Following this defeat, Tyron fought Dong Young Kim. It took Tyron 61 seconds to drop Dong and finish him with ground and pound. At UFC 183, he fought Kelvin Gastelum. Kelvin was fined 30% of his fight purse due to missing weight by 10 pounds. But instead of taking the money, Tyron gave it back to him, which was a very noble thing for him to do. And the fight itself was very fun as both men went back and forth on the feet. It was close, but by the end, Tyron won by split decision. Although he was expected to fight at UFC 192 against former UFC welterweight champion, Johnny Hendricks. A day before the event, Johnny pulled out due to weight cutting issues. Even though they didn't fight, Tyron saw this as a win and believed he deserved a shot at the title now, which was a viewpoint that received backlash from many. But the UFC granted him his wish, so after being out for a year and a half, Tyron came back at UFC 201 to fight for the belt. His opponent was champion, Robbie Lawler. After pressing forward for most of the fight, Tyron connected with a huge right hand that dropped Robbie. He followed up with more punches on the ground before referee Dan Mergliata stepped in, making Tyron the new UFC welterweight champion. His first title defense went down four months later in Madison Square Garden. His opponent was Steven Thompson. Tyron came out strong in the first by securing a takedown and throwing ground and pound. Steven was bloody by the end of that round, but he came back and for the most part, he was pressing forward and connecting with some nice shots. But Tyron also had his moments on the feet by landing the more significant shots. This included two big knockdowns in round four. Plus, he was close to locking up a guillotine. The fight was very fun due to how competitive and action-packed it was. And by the end, it was ruled as a majority draw. But Bruce Buffer mistakenly called it a split decision win for Tyron. So I can only imagine how bad he must have felt after the decision was no longer a victory. Regardless, Tyron retained his belt. But an immediate rematch had to be made, so the two fought for a second time at UFC 209. Although the action from their first fight was expected to continue into this one, there was some action, but very little compared to the first fight as both men were very tentative. The biggest moment was at the end of round 5 when Tyron looked close to finishing Steven with punches. By the end, Tyron won by majority decision. But there was a lot of backlash as this fight was seen as one of the most boring title fights ever. And sadly, that negative reception from the fans continued into UFC 214 when Tyron fought Damian Maya. Damian, who was possibly the greatest Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter in MMA, made it clear that he wanted to bring the fight down and try to lock up a submission. But even though he shot for the takedown 24 times in this fight, Tyron was able to deny all of them. He also outlanded Damian on the feet throughout the five rounds. By the end, Tyron won by unanimous decision. Now, it wasn't the greatest fight and that showed with all the boos in the arena. But Tyron's performance was very impressive and although he took a more defensive approach towards the win, it was warranted as Damian is a very dangerous fighter and one mistake can lead to the defeat. Plus, he wasn't doing much offensively besides shooting for takedowns, which is another reason for the match not being that exciting. Regardless, Tyron required surgery after tearing his labrum in his right shoulder in the opening round of this fight. So after a year on the sidelines, Tyron came back at UFC 228. His opponent was Darren Till. Despite Darren having a lot of hype behind him and being the younger and much bigger fighter, Tyron put on what I think was the greatest performance of his career. He did well in closing the distance, which effectively denied Darren's offense. And in the second, Tyron dropped him with a right hand. This led to big elbows from above. And eventually, Tyron locked up a darts choke, which forced a tap. This was a huge win for him after all the negativity he received as champion. Now there were serious talks of Tyron being on the path of becoming the greatest welterweight of all time. Following this win, he fought Kamaru Usman at UFC 235. And in this fight, Tyron was very tentative compared to his previous bouts. He was unable to impose any offense in this fight as Kamaru controlled him in the clinch and on the ground. It was a dominant performance for Kamaru. And after five rounds, he won by unanimous decision to become the new UFC welterweight champion. Although he was supposed to fight Robbie Lawler for a second time, Tyron pulled out due to a hand injury. He also had a 
matchup with Leon Edwards that got cancelled due to COVID-19 travel restrictions. So after 15 months, he came back and fought Gilbert Burns. And once again, Tyron was reluctant on pulling the trigger, which made it a one-sided fight in favor of Gilbert who connected on the feet and on the ground. After 5 rounds, he won by unanimous decision. 4 months later, Tyron fought former UFC interim welterweight champion, Kobe Covington. And once again, Tyron was on defense mode as Kobe outstruck and outgrappled him. Eventually, Tyron tapped out in round 5 after suffering a rib injury. At UFC 260, Tyron fought Vicente Luque. This was an important fight for Tyron to prove that he still had it, and he definitely went for it. Compared to his previous 3 defeats, Tyron showed much more aggressiveness and fought like his old self, but then he got rocked by a left hand from Vicente. This was followed with more punches and by this point, Tyron was on ice skates. Eventually he went down and Vicente finished him with a darts choke. Despite this defeat, this fight was a banger and Tyron received a lot of praise for going all out. But now on a 4 fight losing streak, UFC President Dana White expressed that it may be the end of Tyron's run in the UFC. And it's not only due to his defeats, but also because of his age. Tyron just turned 39 at the time of making this video. I could see him continuing his career with another promotion. But personally, I think he has proven so much already and there is no need for him to continue to do so. So after going 19-7-1 in a career that saw him become the UFC welterweight champion, how good was Tyron Woodley actually? His career is a very interesting one. Because as much greatness as he displayed, it wasn't appreciated enough. First off, he was an all-around fighter. He entered the sport as an elite-level wrestler, and that translated very well once he became an MMA fighter. He was able to secure takedowns easily and batter his opponents with a vicious ground and pound. And that power was also displayed on the feet. His right hand is one of the best I've seen, and when it connects, it's beautiful. And in general, his striking improved so much throughout his career that he was able to depend on it more than his wrestling. And that included the brutal kicks that he would throw. And he low-key had a very nice submission game, especially early in his career. He had all the skills to be a champion, and that's what he became. And as champion, he put on some impressive performances. And it really seemed like he was going to be the guy who would surpass George St. Pierre's legacy at 170. Especially after the Darren Till fight, his stock was at such a high that it seemed like he would stay as champion for a while. But then he lost the belt right after, and from then on, he didn't look to be in prime form anymore. Even when he tried to fight like his old self against Vicente Luque, age wasn't on his side anymore. Plus, he was getting injured left and right. These factors diminished his speed and power, and that definitely hurt his offensive game as it wasn't as effective anymore. Another factor that I think contributed to his downfall was his life outside of fighting. Tyron was making music, acting, podcasting, and was also working with TMZ. He had a lot on his plate, and I don't think he was able to balance that with his MMA career, especially at the level he was at. But if he's finding ways to make money outside of fighting, then I'm definitely in support of that. Regardless, I still look at Tyron as one of the best to ever do it at welterweight, and it's a shame how much hate he received throughout his run. So much that I made an entire video about it, and even that video received hate. Now there were many reasons for his negative reception. He beat fan favorites in Robbie Lawler and Carlos Condit. He claimed that he deserved a shot of the title after his fight with Johnny Hendricks fell out. And I must admit, his fights against Steven Thompson in their second meeting and Damian Maya were lackluster. But it's crazy how Tyron received all the backlash for it and not his opponents. Regardless, all these moments made people dislike him. But the most controversy that he produced during his run was when he'd talk about race. He'd speak about how he was the most hated UFC champion of all time, how fighters can get away with things that he can't, and how media portrays him as a fighter all because he's black. And people responded negatively by saying that Tyron likes to play the victim by pulling out the race card, which is disheartening to see because he's speaking from his experience as a black MMA fighter, an experience that many have not been through. And that includes most of the people who criticize him, which is why I give credit to him. Although I believe he's going to be remembered for how great of a fighter he was, he will also be remembered for speaking up and not backing down. That's why I would give his MMA career a 9 out of 10. He is one of my favorite fighters and as sad as it was to see the tail end of his career go down like this, I won't forget the moments when Tyron Woodley truly looked like the chosen one. I also would love to see more mixed martial arts athletes come from different sports, different college backgrounds, different upbringing. 
bringing African-American athletes that are really injected into the sport. I think it'll give it more variety, more diversity, bring a different fan base to the crowd, and also just extend the reach because you think about culture and music and hip-hop. It really controls and it narrates what we do, all consumer behavior, all the hottest trends. So I would love to see some of that swag be brought over to the mixed martial arts, and I think that we can do that. Need your help, guys. But first, make sure you follow my boy, Keon tomorrow for all the best MMA videos. My name is Keon, and this is my take on Tyron, the chosen one, Woodley. Do you agree, disagree, or have something else to add? Please put in the comments down below, because I love to read it. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this. But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you on my next one. No, I ain't got some